0: Yo, podcast. What's up, guys? It's me here, Mikey, and we got two wonderful guests with us today. We got your boy returning after the first podcast, your boy, Mario. Temario. Yo.
1: What up, what up, peeps?
0: And we got Soccer Symphonies. Jeffrey Vida is here in the building today, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Yo, how's it going, faithful listeners?
0: Now, now... Uh, Once again, I will have all their social media, so in case you want to argue with either any of us, all of them will be in the description after this ending of the podcast. Uh, Hopefully, you guys also follow Soccer Symphony after this. Now, we will be discussing the semifinals and finals in today's podcast once again, uh, since the World Cup is officially over and the best month of the year has passed. Uh, I don't know if you guys will agree with me or disagree, but this is possibly... One of the best World Cups I've seen since becoming a soccer fan.
1: You know, I feel, I feel that World Cup after World Cup, the older we'll get, we'll see it through different eyes every single passing World Cup. Because Brazil was lit, but then Russia will see it with more mature eyes. We're looking at the stats and all that stuff, so it just gives you a different point of view.
2: Word, word. Uh, I don't think I could say it's been the best World Cup for me but it's one of the better ones i can say that i did enjoy it fully
0: yeah i i, I think we all had that unfortunate doubt where our favorite teams got eliminated in this world cup so most definitely it, it was it was rough but i i do enjoy the the players that got sh- that showed up and played to their best abilities and a lot of teams surprised and went further than what they should have and it wasn't like a referee came in and like was screwing everybody around or anything like that even though there were some iffy calls you know there were some iffy yeah. calls
2: yeah definitely a lot of iffy calls i i could say that
0: but e- either way it, to me it was a very exciting world cup i i clearly just it was-, it, it
1: was a nice world cup because we finally got to see the quote unquote little teams especially croatia being the second smallest uh nation after i believe iceland it was very good seeing them in the final, seeing uh, Luka Modric lead their team to the final, seeing Rakitic and Perisic and um, Mandzukic and all these great players. So I bet you, West, when the World Cup started, I guarantee you none of y'all thought Croatia was going to be in the final. So that
0: was a big surprise. Not at all. I, I yeah. put Croatia in the back burner for me.
2: I didn't even. I wasn't even thinking about Croatia, honestly. I was thinking big teams, big names. Right, one of them. Overlooked by a lot of people.
0: Man, and and at the end of the day, we'll 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 talk about the final and we'll talk about third place. But France did their thing, so they they completed it and and, and finished off. So I guess we we should get started with the semifinal matches. Uh we'll we'll talk about Croatia and England first, cause. I feel like the, that's the easier one to talk about right now. Uh, it was a game with at um what a tied game at at, at after the first 90 minutes. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. No, I he, believe
1: it was 1-1. Perisic, uh Perisic saving it for the way he did in that in the final coming through with a goal.
0: Yeah. So and and mind you, England it, it seemed like England had more shots than ever, but Croatia was taking more of the chances in that game. England kind of took it down a notch from what they were doing in the other games where they were taking their shots. They were trying to draw in more more capable chances, and their chances weren't coming to where they wanted to be in the first place. But Croatia was just like left and right going down the lanes and taking their opportunities more correctly, I would say, in that game.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think Croatia looked good out there. I think they, they were showing they, they wanted to play. They wanted to hold the ball. They they wanted to attack. Um, you know, <clears throat> I think their midfield did what they came to do. And I think that's that's one of their greater, greatest assets is their midfield. You know, that Rakitic, Modric just in the middle of doing their thing.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I was kind of scared because in the quarterfinals, Croatia seemed like they were picking up a lot of injuries, but in reality, it was kind of like they were just tired from playing a very yeah, long game.
2: Can we talk about that for a second? What is it? Three games straight, going into one hundred and twenty-minute games. Three games. That's 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 absurd. How are you not tired? How do you how do you just come out there and play? Give it your all when you know your body's at like this physical limits.
0: Yeah, I think that says a
2: lot for Croatian players and, like, the heart they gave on the field in this whole t- tournament.
0: Because, mind you, uh, well, besides the fact that there are star players in that team, they felt almost like they all wanted to be the star. None of them gave up in and, and gave up the game or when they were 1-0 for a very long time throughout that game. Because Trippier scored that fantastic free, free kick goal right at the start of the game. You know? They just continued on and 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 placed themselves forward to actually, I don't know, get their their sixty eighth sixty eighth minute goal I believe it was, and then hold on the game until, past that.
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, it was a good game, man. Um, yeah, tripping here, with the free kick. Did anybody see that coming? Did anybody know that kid had a shot like that on him? Because I did not.
0: Nah, he, he seems he seems to have a nice promising future. I'll tell you that much. If he, oh, if he yeah. can Who make that it? consistently, Trippier. Who was that? Trippier. Trippier.
1: Oh, Trippier. Yeah, definitely.
0: If he can make a free yeah. kick look more consistent, I think he will be fantastic in the future.
2: Yeah, I mean, is, does he take free kicks at his club? What club is he at? Um, anybody tie Is he or where? Is Trippier, is Trippier talking Trippier
0: I believe mm.
2: so.
0: Uh, uh, let me double check and make sure. I might be wrong. I mean,
2: it, it is Tottenham, yeah. Um, but I, I don't think he takes those free kicks at to Tottenham. I think they should let him take those free kicks. Yeah, uh, yeah he, he's definitely young player. Actually, not too young, but... Yeah, he's... I think he, he gave a lot this World Cup, actually. I think he's one of the be- better players on that field.
0: Definitely.
1: And I think one of the biggest influences for, for this England side was definitely Southgate. Uh, he definitely uh had a big influence in the players um Harry Kane had a hell of a world cup, got the golden boot um and that is with being knocked out of in the semifinals and playing that third match versus Belgium the third place match not scoring still being able to hold on to the golden boot a very promising future, so I would love to see England what they can do in in the in, in the euros that are coming but it wasn't enough for Croatia's ambition. They were hungry, like Mario said. They were they 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 knew what they wanted, and Modric and Rakitic just clicked so good. Um, they they bossed the midfield, and I believe their midfield was a little bit stronger than England, even though you have Deli Ali, uh, who's pretty much, I guess the most solid midfielder was Deli Because then you got Lingard, who doesn't really get all that chance in Man United. Because how is he going to get that? starting in such a full squad in Manchester United squad, and then you had Ashley Young. So when you look at uh, Croatia's lineup, it was solid. Like Perisic, Rakitic, and Modric, it was like you're not getting past pass that. And then Mazzucic, and their defense was good. If, if you take a look at Croatia's lineup, it's just like it makes sense why they made it to the final. Mm. But you didn't really take them seriously going into it but then they get to the end of it, and you're like, okay, it makes sense. And what I loved about a lot about this World Cup is that the teams that were supposed to show up, Germany, uh, Spain, Argentina, Brazil, they all choked and crashed out. But Croatia didn't, which is the characteristics of a World Cup winning side, which once we get to the final, because there's just so much to talk about the final, there's just so much to talk about the final. Um, and It's just crazy how they didn't win it, because... I really, I really would have had loved to seen Croatia take dubs in the final. Definitely, definitely.
0: So, so I mean, bringing
1: it
2: back to this game, can we just point that out real quick the keepers? All right, dude. Subasic. Nah, not not really? that. Let's let get Pickford. He, he, he didn't do that bad out there. Pickford? Nah,
0: no. no, Pickford, Come on. Pickford stopped West Ham or something like that. where is, where is he? West
2: Brom. I don't know. Pickford. What? thought he he looked good out there. He definitely did. I thought he'd be the weaker goalkeeper. He didn't do that bad. Uh, Subasic coming out big, big. Let's look at the stats. Seven shots on target for Croatia. Two for England. <clears throat> but that doesn't show just how much Subasic was putting in work. It wasn't just shots. He was coming out. He was looking for the ball. He was controlling the ball. He was distributing properly. That's a good keeper. That's that's a great keeper. I don't think he'll be at Monaco for too long,
0: actually. Well, I mean, you never know because Monaco seems to be producing a lot of their great players right now. But...
1: I mean, Sub- Subasic isn't on the, on the young side either. I mean, he's 33 years old. Yeah. So he probably – I mean, we look at Buffon, who's like a world-class goalkeeper, and he's old, and he even transferred over to PSG. But could you see – any more, anything better for Subasic? I mean, I think he probably could retire at Monaco, seeing his age, you know.
2: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think I could see him giving maybe a two-year deal as a maybe like maybe not a starting keeper, but I do see him maybe as like a Man Manu backup. Maybe as like a you know a bigger team backup. He, I could see him on the bench at Madrid. He could do it. Mm-hmm. He's a little older, but as a keeper, age doesn't affect you too much. You don't—you're not running too much. You just gotta your reflexes. That's it. I think he could do it. I think he showed that he might be a little older, but he could still be in his prime. Yeah.
1: I mean, when it comes to goalkeepers at the World Cup, I mean, uh, Egypt's um, goalkeeper—he was 45 years old. So, I mean, we could see Zup, uh, we could see Subasic in Qatar, potentially. That's true, that's true.
0: And if he he could keep that potential, like, the way that he played mentally and physically, if he could keep that up for Qatar, it'd be a different story, though.
1: Exactly.
2: Yeah, that's true, that's true. I mean, looking at this England squad, I think most of them will still be at Qatar, so I think England should be good. They have four years, most of their players will still be there. So I think they have a pretty good shot in the next World Cup. Hopefully they show up like Jeffrey said in the Euro.
0: Yeah, and unfortunate. And the unfortunate story about for Croatia is the fact that Ragatic, Mario Mandzukic, Modric, they're probably they're already thirty, they're above thirty, and who knows if they'll be able to make it for Qatar. But leave that aside. Yeah, ma- you know, that's all future talk, I guess. Especially since we got to talk about their nows, where they all played very excellent, and they. They showed that midfield is still a very important part of the team balance. you know.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. for now, let, let's move on to uh, France versus Belgium, where uh, I would like to say yeah, I went for Belgium, wanting wanting to think that Belgium had a chance. But, yep. once again, this World Cup, very surprising. Because I, I guessed the England-Belgium final, and instead mm-hmm. no, France came no. in and showed up.
1: Just because you look at France's trajectory in the tournament, okay, there are three groups they just... They, they beat Peru 1-0. They tied the, the their last game, I believe, versus Denmark 0-0. And they barely beat Australia 2-1. And you're like, okay, like... You expected, like, more dominance. And then you, they versus Argentina, barely scraped by 4-3. Um, getting out of it. So coming up against this Belgium squad who beat Brazil, at probably everyone's favorite, to win the World Cup. And then Belgium coming beat Brazil. I'm like, okay, hey, you know what? Hazard, De Bruyne, Lukaku, they got this. They got this. You know, France, they've been getting lucky.
2: Nah. Nah, you see, I think that's where we differ a little bit. I I don't know, maybe Mikey could quote me on this or, like, remind me. But I, I do think I said that this the last podcast, I said France, a team to look for. Look at them. Look at their squad. No, exactly. Yeah, they mm-hmm. could put it together, and I didn't think they would. But I said if they put it together, they're in that final, and I could see them winning that final. Just look at the their players. Just look at the names. Just Mbappe, yeah. Griezmann, Pogba, Conte. Come on, it's it's a full squad. It's a yeah, full there's, squad.
0: And they have They're backups. So they have backups. That's the that's the worst part about it. Because mind you, when we did our prediction with Uruguay, they beat Uruguay convincingly two zero. That's when mm-hmm. it started showing that it started yeah. clicking for them. You know. Yep. yep. And, and and you know I, and mind you, I thought that with Uruguay they were going to end one zero. I thought Uruguay would have a fighting chance, but then Cavani getting injured, it was kind of like okay, so it it ended up two zero, and it made sense because. <laughs> uruguay lost their player their 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 main guy that kept their mentality in click but yeah but france they they pulled it off and once again like mario said they just had all the right names in the right time and it's not like it was an easy game belgium belgium had the possession they just couldn't get past that 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 midpoint of the field Literally, they they would get up to the forty yard, and then they would have to pull back because they didn't understand where to go. And the only person, in my opinion, who showed up in that game was Hazard. Even mm-hmm. Hazard controlled. He tried getting past. He took his shots properly. You didn't. Lukaku barely even touched the ball. He was yeah,
2: yeah I mean, I don't want to sit here and blame a single person for the reason. Belgium didn't do so good. But if you look at the Brazil game and you look at this France game, the biggest difference you're going to see is what Lukaku was doing. That Brazil game, Lukaku came out there. He did his job. He was holding the ball. He was moving into the right spaces. In this France game, you just didn't see it. You saw him drifting out wide. You saw him looking a little lost offside a few times. He was making awkward runs. His touch wasn't on point. Um, I think it has a lot to do with, like you said, about Kevani being injured. Lukaku wasn't injured, but he just wasn't on that field. Um, you know, I, th- I think – honestly, I think half halfway through that game, put in Mertens. Where's mm-hmm. Mertens? Come on. Come on. The Napoli boy? Yeah. I don't know. But I'm not the coach. But, uh, yeah, I mean, France went out there and did their job too. So I don't think there was much Belgium
1: could do. I mean – can I can I just point out France could have literally lost their entire starting lineup and killed it with their bench players. Look at their bench. Areola from PSG, Abdil Rami, Thomas Lamar, the the player everybody wants, Fakir, Mendy, Toliso, like these are like world they're like important players in their teams, like Toliso, Bayern Munich. Dembele from Barcelona like wow. Dembowski the boy on the bench come on there was a lot of people for France that could have done could have done equally as well as their their compatriots you know but France had their starting lineup solidified from like day 1 except for that first game where Dembele did start as a starter mm. and didn't get to see any more from him maybe i think he got subbed on like a game or two but That was it, like, for Nembele. Like, it's incredible how, like, Mbappe completely took control of this. Like, he's 19 years old, and he's already, like, a legend in the making, like Pelé.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Let's hope he can keep it up. He's young. I love what he's doing. He needs to keep it up, man. Uh, You know, 19 years old at a World Cup, taking over the stage. You don't see that much often. No. No. Scoring in the final. No, you don't see that. You don't see
0: that at all. Yeah. And and before we even talk about the final, let's talk about this third place game because I don't know where England was at. I don't know why they were taking so many shots and not scoring, not even one. That was kind of insane. Belgium just actually took their shots and made them in when they needed to and finished that match very clean. Very clean, in my opinion. Uh
2: yeah,
0: yeah, I agree. because yeah, I mean, very unfortunate that they only ha- got to play for third place. I was completely wrong in, in that uh in a sense, Mario, you were wrong only for the fact that you said England, France. Uh, Jeffrey, I don't right. know who you had for your fine who you had for the final. But
1: No, I had, I, I had Belgium England. Yeah. You had Belgium um, England
0: as well as me. Fair enough. But in that game, It seems like those people disappeared. Hazard at least got that goal in that game. So I I was content with that.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Hazard. I think Hazard was one of the biggest players on this, not just on Belgium, but just in the World Cup in general. I think he was one of the biggest individual players. He brought a lot to Belgium. He brought a lot to Belgium. Um, I don't think Belgium make it anywhere near here without hazard which is why you see a lot of these big offers coming at him now you see you hear talks of him to madrid to barca i think i might have heard like pfc or something like that too but you know i i, I see why i see why they need the kid
0: 27 years old and he still has time to play he definitely still has time to play you know oh yeah
2: yeah we'll be seeing him at the next world
0: Cup.
1: Uh, Z- um I, I hope i don't his name zari he was napoli's uh manager is now chelsea's manager and I was, re- I was looking up that uh, he actually has plans with Hazard and he doesn't want to lose him. Um, he wants to hold on to Hazard, but, I mean, I-, I even heard Barcelona want Hazard, Real Madrid want Hazard.
2: Yeah.
1: And, and um, Mbappe wants to st- uh, stay at PSG. And I think Madrid really need to fill in that hole, so they're kind of on that uh, search, on the hunt for their next player. Yeah, yeah, I heard like
2: crazy amounts for like 150 or something like that for Hazard, which I think is just absurd, honestly. 150, but I mean that—that's the market we're in now. Yeah,
1: I heard Madrid want Madrid want Courtois and Hazard, and they would give like like 245 million euros, something like that, for both of them
0: speculation, you know? Can't say nothing yeah. until the purchaser signed and bought. That's the, And as a Madrid fan, I gotta make sure that that stays like that because nobody thought Ronaldo would have left, but he left after this World I Cup. thought he was
1: gonna retire. I thought he was gonna retire at Madrid. Same. But Ronaldo's crazy ambitious. He won it in England. He won it in Spain, and you best believe he's gonna win it in Italy. I mean, if, if Juventus without Ronaldo can win this this Cadetto like, back-to-back-to-back-to-back, to back to back to back, Said he A title, why not? Why can't they do it with Ronaldo, you know?
2: Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think it's too much of a challenge. It's probably Champions League. I want to see where he can take them. You know, they've been to the final. They've been close to the final. Like, what? Is he the game changer? Is he what brings them that Champions League win? I'd like to see.
0: Or would Juventus fall to that Spanish curse? Cause I feel like being the fact that Barcelona and Real had them in the final, and we both we they both those teams took them down easily, and let's, just, let's just
2: think about a Juve Real Madrid final again in the Champions League. Woo! What about that a Juve Barca? Come on. Uh, Woo! Nah, I,
0: I'm still praying. I'm still praying to see a Clasico in Champions League final instead.
1: Could you, M- Mikey? Could you see? Did you see Madrid get into a fourth consecutive Champions League final?
0: <laughs> if if we do no. the market if we do the no. right, if we do the market <laughs> right, no. I I think we can do a final. I think we can do a fourth consecutive final.
2: And, no, give them Neymar, give them Hazard, they're not going anywhere.
0: Yo, nah, if <laughs> if Madrid got Neymar Hazard in the same season, it's a wrap. Fourth Champions League final in the bad. I, I,
1: that would be definitely be some FIFA fair play violations and you'll see Madrid being suspended for like two, two seasons from the transfer market because you'd need like 400 million euros to buy Hazard and Neymar in the same transfer window.
0: Hey, man. So, I mean, we're no. not, as, as long as we don't sell Marcelo and we, we have that youth and that defense back, we could survive a season ban. We'll be all right. We got the midfield. We got the de- defense. We'll be all right.
2: Marcelo's gone. He's gone. He's with Ronaldo, man. They're best friends. He's out of here. He's out of here. <laughs> I heard rumors Juventus uh, wanted to buy Marcelo. He's on his way, man. He's on his way. He's hopping on the plane tomorrow. He's going to be there for the next physical. He's going to be best friends with Ronaldo. That's what's happening, man. <laughs> right. Nah, man. And then, By the way, guys, this is coming from a Barcelona <laughs> fan. <laughs> so don't believe anything I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> right. They don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, well, I do we think we went off on, like, a tangent. We need to get back, maybe,
0: to the World Cup talk. Yeah, because this, this is a whole other first, podcast and conversation. I was going
2: to say. Yeah, we could talk for hours about Ronaldo and and Juve in the transfer market right now.
1: I was just quickly going to say, like, now that Ronaldo's gone, do you think Messi definitely got the next golden boot for La Liga tied down? Or who's going to give him competition now?
0: I'll tell you this much: nobody in Madrid right now, unless Bale can have a successful season without getting injured, nobody. <laughs> in La Most definitely.
2: Okay, yeah, Bale getting yeah, Bale's not getting injured this season. All right, yeah, yeah. Give, give him like four, all right. Stuff. All hey, right. Uh, all he's right. Playing ninety minutes. He, he's, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> hamstring. What is it? His left knee.
0: Come on. Stop it. Alright I, I, we're gonna talk about the more recent and better news anyway. This final. I feel like this final's right. more important than Madrid's transfer window.
2: Yeah, let's get into it.
0: All righty. So, I mean, what did you guys think about the final in wow. general?
2: Mixed feelings, man. Mixed feelings. Mixed feelings. Good game. Loved the game. Great game, Croatia. My heart's out to you, man. You guys. The calls, man. The rep. I don't know where to start. Look, first two goals. Come on. Do, do you give do you give do you give them that penalty do you give them that free kick
1: the the, the ref looked at var and as a ref he had, look, he hadn't used var the entire 20 every single game he, he refed, no var final of the world cup and he decides to use var why would you give them the penalty as a ref you have to know every single goal completely shifts the, the game and after that griezmann penalty completely just took croatia like off spin like they were on, they were broken after that penalty you could see that's how they got to manage their pogba goal and mbappe's goal 4-1 and that I, that penalty changed everything the penalty yeah. changed the whole trajectory of the game i as a as a ref for the love of the game for the for the sake of the world cup final happens only once every 4 years i wouldn't have called it a penalty was it intentional? Do you think he did it on purpose? that's that's
2: my argument is you know world being it being the World Cup, you put that aside. you know as a ref, you got to ref every game like it's the same game. So you can't say this is the World Cup final. Let me let it slide. I think you look at that video, you that's see true. the defender jump up and where should he put his hands? I don't know. I, it didn't look like he was looking at the ball. There's it's a player just right in front of him. it's a fastball coming in. I don't, I don't see the intention, man. I just don't see it. I, I, I personally would not have called it, but then again, I am here at home. I was here at home watching from my TV. So I don't have those nerves, those billion people watching me, but I don't make that call. No. I say play on. No,
0: yeah, because mind you, there's there some people out there that are talking about how when you have that reaction when you jump, the only thing you're thinking of is your arm keeping like your hands by your by your side. And keep and while yeah. you're forcing everything you have to jump in the first place, but then some people will say, yeah, that's exactly why it's on purpose. He literally lifted his hand and slammed it down, but you know, it it, it sucks. It sucks to see a penalty and VAR used in the final, and this is uh, kind of uh, something we have to see along the future, especially in future World Cups, because VAR is going to be something that's going to be it's going to be with us forever now i guess i don't know is it, is it? i don't know
2: all of people saying you know keep bar out didn't work we gave it a try it didn't work let's keep it out i i do i do like Var. i don't think bar is the problem i don't think bar is the problem i think uh you no know, these calls i don't know man you just
0: is it the ref
2: is it the reps? You also can't expect them to make perfect calls every game. But you don't want a game like this, of this caliber, to be changed by a ref's decision. You want it to be a, a game changed by football, what's on the field, and the gameplay. You don't want it to be a call.
0: Because mind you, imagine being one of those players on that field and watching Parasik shoot the shot that he made. Because mind you, to me, that was an amazing goal. That first goal from Croatia, Mm -hmm. it was an amazing goal. It was really good and very, like, almost calculated, almost to say. And you can only imagine France's mentality was like, oh, crap, this is going to be something serious, especially when they have most of the actual possession in that game. Most of the time where the ball was at, they had it in the middle, and the only way they were going to come back anyway was through a pure counterattack. And, you know...
2: Yeah, I mean, let, let's look at that first goal. You know, that first goal was a free kick from Griezmann. Might have on been goal. a goal by like... Menos, it was.
1: I think. It was an old goal from Mandzukic.
2: I didn't see a foul on Griezmann. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I saw, I saw a little dive. He looked like he was coming down already.
1: That's why I'm saying, like, if you look at every single friend's game, it was either penalty, Uh, for example, against the Uruguay game... um. A mistake from Muslera, he, like, with the ball, he pushed it in, like, whatever, like, it, you look at every single, you look at all of France games up to, like, the final, and you're thinking you expect 2 two nil, 3 nil, 4-1 results and scoring bangers, but from France, the only banger we saw was Argentina when, um, who was it? Uh, Pavard, he rocketed it, oh. that, that was, like, I mean, that was like a beast goal. from. That was that France goal. You were like, okay, finally. It's not a penalty. It's not a free kick. It's not an own goal. It's like a good goal. But That's a golazo. That's a golazo.
0: I mean, I would argue because I would say that Pogba goal that he did in the group stages wasn't too bad outside of the box, getting banged in through through the, the top of the bar. Yeah. Anyway, but that, like I said, and especially in this game, the final where both Mbappe and Pogba shot it off the the actual box. Yeah. We we got we got goals in this game. This game we got the goals definitely. The
1: Pogba and 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 Mbappe goals were lit. They were they were complete bangers. Nope. No, no, nothing to say
2: about those goals. But then
1: you got an ongoing and and, and a controversial handball penalty call. And that's what kind of like it, it, it took away the flavor of the game, you know, like you wanted to see a little bit more. I would like to see yeah. extra time, maybe even PKs in the final, you know, something like that.
0: Nah, yeah. I, I was kind of I, I done with the extra times because, mind you, I didn't fairly enjoy too much the Argentina and Germany final, especially watching Argentina struggle at the top most of that game and then not score anything. I mean, like, wait, wait. It, it was probably fantastic for the Germany team once um, Mario Gote scored that goal in the final cuz that was like yeah. such a like an electrifying moment.
2: But yeah, that makes that makes it worth it. I think that made the Oh, we, we I think I lost, I lost Mario just... for a
0: second. Oh, sorry guys. Yo, okay, can, can you repeat what you said? Sorry. Okay. Sorry. I was
2: saying, you know, that go-to goal and it just going into overtime just made it a little bit better. You know, you waited that much time and then boom, goal. Ah, so oh, you know that just made it you know if, if we would have seen you know let, let let's take out those two controversial goals it's a 2-2 two, two tie we see croatia and we see a banger in extra time i'm not mad at that at all
1: like 2014 germany won one 0 2010 spain beat netherlands 1-0 so this was something different for uh six six goals in the final compared to the one goal we one goal we've been getting in the past two World Cup finals
0: yeah. and yeah yep and, and mind you like like most of this World Cup it was defined on the midfield because it was quite clear that Modric's ret- Raktik, once again that connection that they have I don't know what it is it sucks that they play in such rival teams and I'll probably never see them besides in Croatia playing together. But they pretty much controlled that whole entire game, and France just—I don't know—I—I—I I, kind of—I don't know how I feel about it.
2: Yeah, I mean, can we talk about them just overrunning Conte, Pogba? What else we on the mix? I don't know, but they—they they were just doing it, and I think—I think a big difference was uh, Pogba. I think Pogba didn't show up for that first half. I think Pogba wasn't there. He wasn't doing much for France, and I think honestly, if you watch France. If Pogba plays well, France is playing well. I don't
0: know. I don't know, man, because yeah. Mbappe kind of showed otherwise. He that kid, I saw that kid get slide tackle and take the ball with him and still follow up. I Mbappe has sincerely impressed the all living heck out of me. Like, I don't know where he gets his mentality. I don't know how he got the way that he became or whatever he did that should be like the same chemical thing that they follow and teach all these other kids how to play. And I know how like it might be very difficult to do that and recreate this. But the kid scored a goal in a final, a 19-year-old kid. The second person ever as a teenager to score in a world final. The only other person who have who has ever done that was Pelé. So I can only imagine Mbappé Getting another World Cup in his career.
2: Mm, mm, I mean, if you look at this France team, they're young. Most of their players are going to be their next World Cup. So I don't see why they wouldn't be able to be a contender.
1: Yeah, because Pog was still young and Bappe is completely young. Um, Then you got other players doing their thing and stuff like that. So.
2: Yeah, I mean, you got Griezmann, Dembele, Fakir. You got. Come on.
0: That list goes on.
2: Maybe Giroud doesn't go, but I, I wouldn't take him anyways. Giroud, no. Giroud, no. is he
1: still active? He No goals. <laughs> he, he he didn't put anything towards the project, got an A+. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. He's that guy. He's that guy. That's yeah. definitely him.
1: Yep. No goals. You're a striker. Sure, you can contribute, but you're a striker. Like, Griezmann's a striker. He was playing, like, cam position. Like, Giroud was your number nine. No goals. Kind of upsetting.
0: Yeah. France is going to be here for a while because, once again, Umtiti, Varane, both 25. Now, Varane, with practically every single title you can ever win as a soccer player in top player form. He's won it all.
2: Yeah, what is he, 25? 25. Come on.
0: What? Who? Varane and Umtiti. Oh. and, And mind you, because Umtiti isn't Barcelona, eventually he will just be like Varane. He'll have every single title. You can the, the future,
1: champions. the future of France is in very good hands. Barcelona just signed a French center back from Sevilla, Linglet. I no, mean,
0: Linglet.
1: The, the future of France is bright, and I wouldn't. But if the curse continues, the the World Cup curse, you you won the World Cup, you stay in the group stages. So let's hope <laughs> that happens. in Qatar for France. You're stuck like it happened to Germany, it, it happened to, Spain. Spain, yeah, and it happened to France, like. It's happened before. Like you win the World Cup and you're stuck in a, the group stages. Could it, could that happen?
0: It could. But-
2: I could see it only because it's a curse. If you look at paper, I don't see it. I don't look, see them. You look anywhere. at
1: the paper for Germany, though. L- look who Germany had. Ooh, like big That's a whole players. That's all
2: the conversation. I didn't like Germany on paper at all.
1: That's true, though. But, like, everyone was saying how... They won the Confederations Cup with their B team, with their young squad, with their, like, U21, whatever. Like, they won it with their youth. Imagine the senior squad. And they choked.
2: Yeah, yeah, you're right. They did. Uh, I think that kind of had a lot to do with it. Maybe take your A squad to a Confederations Cup before the World Cup. You know, maybe get them to play together. But whole oh, different story.
1: And just since we're on the Germany topic, Neuer should have never been a starting goalkeeper. I know he was been the best goalkeeper, but he had been injured for the whole season. And Kistregan had been doing great, phenomenal with Barca. It's it's like like who you choose, the one who's been active or Neuer who has a good history but hasn't played in over a year because of an injury. I mean, yeah, there's arguments to
2: be said there. I mean, yeah. I think Neuer at the time, I don't know if he's still considered the best goalkeeper in the world, but before going into that injury, he was the best goalkeeper in the world. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know. That, that's a tough call to make. I, I would have played Ter Stegen, but uh, I am a Barca fan, so I'm, I'm a little biased.
0: Yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I'd be biased too. I would have probably played Ter Stegen as well. Uh, yeah. I, I felt like Ter Stegen played a solid goalkeeper the whole entire season anyway, for Barca.
1: Uh, but. but for example, I, I'm, I, I was, I'm a diehard Argentina fan. I was going for Argentina. And they for the first games, Caballero was their starting goalkeeper. But the same thing happened. Caballero is not a starter in Manchester City. And Armani is a starter in River Play. So it's just like, who do you play, the bench one or the one who's actively playing? And I think that affected us big time. And Argentina squad that was completely—that's just the completely vague pro, Like I'm certain because I feel like, and there was so much controversy between San and Messi, really being the coach and telling San Paoli what to do. It's just—it's a very sticky subject for me.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think I think we went over that a little bit in the last podcast, right, Mikey? Just I think I might have mentioned that rumors about Messi out that. that that locker room, but uh, I, I'm i an Argentina fan too, so, I mean, I'm with you, man. I I think Argentina could have done a lot better, but that's that's the World Cup, man. You don't get two chances every four years. You get one every four years. If you don't make it right, you're a SOL.
0: Yep, and I mean, mo- most of the top teams that had their controversies had their thing, but for some reason, this is one of those times where France... They didn't have that much controversy, and they kind of just stuck through it. You know? They they stuck through it. Their youth actually popped up. They showed their yeah. colors again from the Euros, because this they did this in the Euros also. They went to the final. They made it to the final. But I guess, it, it and in my opinion, I don't know how wrong I will sound saying this, Mbappe was that missing piece. Because in the Euros, that's where the Euros lacked off in the strike force they had Grisman okay. there they had jerroud <laughs> they had
2: yeah they had jerroud that's a positive
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm just saying in their strike force they had they they had their trident but yeah, they didn't have mbappe so it kind of like gives like it gives me that idea where maybe france is this very excellent team and I mean they they've always been there. It seems to me, in my opinion, they were ranked like I would have ranked Belgium and France in the first place a tied team. I I would have put them together because I feel like those are the two teams that actually has a good solid all around. Same thing with Spain, in my opinion, has a good solid all around team. Uh there's teams where I wouldn't rank that high because they're missing a strike force, they're missing defenders, they're missing midfielders, you know? Argentina <coughs> Ar- yeah. Argentina is missing a whole defense force in the back, bro. That did. I don't know if you can fix that. I feel Argentina
2: is like, missing everything but Messi.
0: <laughs> nah, man. I'm still, I'm still like salty, man, with the whole. We're not gonna play Dybala. We're gonna still play all these other Yes,
1: kids. thank you. Mm, that that, that. Dybala to be a starter.
0: Nah, and and Mario knows. I kind of overrate Dybala. I put Dybala on a pedestal that he doesn't deserve yet. But I still think Dybala is still a future, like the future of Argentina. I mean,
1: the the attacking future of of Argentina is bright. You got Lautaro Martinez, who just left uh, Racing from Argentina, and he went to Inter Milan, so he's promising. You still got Icardi from Inter, who I think he should have definitely replaced Iguain, for crying out loud. How many more times are you going to keep trusting Iguain and keep losing?
0: Gonna like that I'm going to be honest, I, 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 I wouldn't I wouldn't put my trust in Icardi I would not Icardi plays for Inter Milan who else scores in Inter Milan Icardi, Icardi um, in a team with full of strikers is not going to work out for Icardi I don't think Icardi would have would have stood up the chance
2: Um I I I might be a little biased I rank Iguain on the same level as I rank Giroud I think they're trash Get them out of here. Why are they there? Who made that call? Fire them. Now, why take either of them? Don't do it. That's just me. So, no. bye
0: uh, I'm, I'm more on the, you, you might as well just take the youth side. You never know. They might They might surprise you here and there. They might do something crazy. Like, when it comes to midfielders and defenders, take the older ones. They, te- they seem to know what to do more properly, when to do it and and it's a clear cl- uh, it's a clear cut case look at croatia bunch of old men in the midfield they they handled yeah. themselves properly bunch of old men in the back they handled themselves properly they they uh, one fatal mistake unfortunately and and it was uh playing too much on the box for that uh free kick which yeah. produced yeah. that own goal but it it shows you know and, and and I don't know, like there's a there's my issue with Germany, where I feel like they're missing a strike force. They don't have that it player in the strike the striking zone. They have I, They have future greatest defenders because their defenders are looking bright.
2: Yeah, I, th- I th- yeah, I think that that might be Germany's problem. Is uh a lot of their better players are getting old. You know, you gotta start bringing in your youth. But if your youth isn't, you know, starting everywhere, if your youth isn't putting the work, if your youth hasn't played together too much, if your youth, you know, isn't ready for that big stage, you know, maybe maybe you need some some older players there. Maybe I don't I don't know, man. It's it's a lot. It's also you know you never know. Some players show up, some players don't show up. There's players. Let's look at Ochoa. Trash everywhere he goes, except every four years for the World Cup. He's a monster. You know, there's players that show up at World Cups. There's players that you call up to the World Cup just because you know that's what they do. That's, that's where, they, where they shine. And I think I think Germany hasn't found that. Don't think
1: I want a little bit of AFK for a while.
0: Uh, we, we're, we're here talking about Germany and, and players and what they're missing in their team. yeah okay i i I guess let let, let's let's get to the finishing point because we're almost at the 50 minute mark let's get (laughs) to oh perfect timing mario me and mario got the same (laughs) idea right now yeah let's let's get to who's our best player because i know fifa said modric i'm in the agreement slash disagreement on him being the best player of the tournament so As a Madrid fan, I, let let's let, let's go with you, Jeffrey. Who do you think first? Who do you think is the best Ooh, player?
1: That is a very good question, and it's hard. Um, I think I think um Mbappe definitely deserved the young the young player award, but who is the best shoot. player
0: in the tournament? Um, Mbappe being the youngest player, best player, that was obvious. There was nobody his age. Yeah, no, yeah. no of
1: course, nobody. nobody. So maybe debatable, but maybe Hazard. Mm, that's a good choice. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Did you see him versus Brazil? Did you see him versus Um? He 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 was playing one hundred and ten percent every game. Like he he didn't he didn't show symptoms of fatigue. Having had played six games in a, like five games in a, like back to back, starting lineup, everything's on his shoulders. He he was pulling up the goals. It's like the big stars came up for their teams. Like when the Harry Kane came through for England, and Hazard came through for Belgium. Like the 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 people who their eyes was on Hazard, he was coming through. He wasn't like pulling blanks. So I think Hazard could have definitely been on the list for best player award.
0: All right. Mario, who who you got for for your best player of the tournament?
1: Yeah, I mean if we're giving
2: young player of the tournament to Mbappe, I think that takes him out of the best player of the tournament. So um
0: I mean, wait. I, I mean, you heart can heart still say heart. Mbappe if if you think Mbappe was. No, he's, him or... he's not getting his
2: trophies. Get out here! No, 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 He's not. no. no <laughs> not he's not. <laughs> all right, back. Come on. we're gonna give him all the trophies. No, get him out of here. He's getting <laughs> one trophy, and he better be happy. Come back next time and get the actual trophy. You got the young players, you get the MVP next time. But I'm not mad at I'm not mad at giving it to 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 Modric, man. I'm not. I'm not. I see Jeffrey's argument for Hazard. I, I see that. But I think you, you got to give it to the little man. You know, you got to give it to him. You can tell he was the driving force for Croatia. You can tell he was pouring his heart out on that field. He gave his 100%. He was willing to, like, die on that field. I think, I, I don't quote me on this statistic, but I think he was the player who ran the most in the World Cup and seeing, like, his age... You can tell he went out there and he gave his heart. So I, I pick Modric, man. As a Barca fan, I don't like him, but come on, come on.
0: See, and and this is gonna sound like the motherista in me, but especially since we're trying to buy him, I put we're Hazard not- as my best player. <laughs> I literally put Hazard because Hazard, not not <laughs> only, not only was Hazard managing that field, he was going back and managing that defense. He was going frontwards managing that front power force. He put everything into every game. And I would love to say Modric, you know, as a fan I would love to say Modric, but the thing is Modric also had Rakitic. And I feel like if if Modric is going to be up there, we got to talk Rakitic is like right behind him. Rakitic did phenomenal in my opinion as well. It, it, but what? he didn't hold down the ball as much as Modric. I understand that. Mm. But every single time you saw Modric, you saw Rakitic right behind, crawling like, alright, we're going through this.
2: Okay. You know?
0: And and mind you, Rakitic, Rakitic did go back and did a lot of defense work too. So, I mean... Um,
1: they did compliment each other like Cavani did to Suarez. Like, I feel like if, if Rakitic would have been injured, would have Modric played the same without Rakitic by his side? If, if a little scenario between, like, the Uruguay situation where Cavani K- got injured, everything went, like, differently. But if Rakitic would have gotten injured, would that have changed everything for Croatia? Who knows? Mm. And
0: that's all i do But, I mean, yeah. you guys said
2: Hazard, and does Hazard do the same thing without De Bruyne? He did. Could Hazard do the same thing without Lukaku. No, he did not. He did not. He couldn't take him through. Hmm. Hmm. And wait, wait. What do you mean he did he it mean, without Lukaku?
0: He did. He, there was a game where Bruyne got benched off. And they were doing terrible. Are we talking
2: group stages? Or are we talking now? Because I'm, I'm talking well, If we're classroom.
0: talking now, obviously, Koresh yeah, is still to made it to the finals. And if we're talking now still, and we're talking about that third place game.
2: Mm-mm. He couldn't couldn't do it without De Bruyne. Go back and look at that game. Who's bringing the ball out every single time? De Bruyne. Who starts every single Belgium counterattack? De Bruyne.
0: I'm so spoiled and ungrateful for Modric. I am sorry, Modric. If you ever hear this podcast, I'm going to sincerely apologize to you because you are the engine for Madrid, and you've always been. Mm-hmm. And there's always times where that man got criticized, especially his first season with Madrid, where they considered him the biggest flop ever.
2: I still don't think he's that good at Madrid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. The
2: no. World Cup, I don't like him at Madrid, but I am a Barca fan, so that is completely biased,
0: and I just don't like anybody at Madrid. Hey man, it's it's fair, man. It's all good and done at the end of the day. He did
1: what? Was you quer- Courtois your like, are you okay with Courtois being uh, Golden Glove?
0: He had the most saves in the in the tournament, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, Golden Glove
2: is basically statistic. It's like the Golden Boot. Whoever has the most saves. If you're telling yeah. me the best keeper yeah, you're and right. you're enough, my boy Super Six. Don't even question me.
0: <laughs> he should have oh, got man. me Golden Glove. <laughs> nah, man. How, how many how many times did he have to save that ball? Nah. Nah, not nah. too many, but. He did have that mentality to go back and start giving the way away the ball properly. He didn't give up that ball in that final like Hugo Lloris. If I, ever hear, if I ever hear a French fan telling me Hugo Lloris was the best keeper in the tournament, I don't want to hear it. I'm just going to look at him I'm and up. be like, yo, look at this final goal. I, I, wouldn't, I
1: wouldn't. Because that mistake from Lloris from, from could have triggered something worse. Kind of like the, the like the snowball that makes it a huge snowball, and it, it could have been their downfall had Croatia had enough to be inspired to like keep going. make an actual true comeback. That could have that was risky. You you could have risked it because so, after that second goal, you saw Cro- Croatia play differently when they were down four one. They played differently after that second goal, yeah. but but it wasn't enough.
0: Yeah. yeah. As it's written in history, they are the second place winners and France is our first place winners until the next World Cup in Qatar, which will be, sadly, during the winter for us. Yeah. September. Le Bleu. The World Cup is now Le Bleu. Alrighty, yeah. guys. guys. We should be heading off now. Uh, you guys want to give any shout-outs, any social media shout-outs to yourselves so I can...
2: Mikey, do you love me? Let's are you see. riding... Said you never gonna leave from beside me. No, I don't, I don't have any shout out. Shout out to me. That's it. Follow <laughs> 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 me um, at Mario T E A Mario. Gang Gang.
0: Jeffrey?
1: For my person, you keep follow me at and and
0: Jeff, I'm gonna have you my, repeat that one more time. I'm sorry.
1: Hey, yeah, anyway. uh you guys can follow uh you guys can follow me on on Twitter at Soccer Symphony. I'm on Anchor. I'm on the Anchor podcast. I'm on Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts at Soccer Symphony. Uh, show some love. I want to have Mario and Mikey on there too. They're available. They'll definitely be on the Soccer Symphony podcast. Uh, the crew right here. So you can follow me on that social media right there.
0: All righty. And uh, as you guys know, New York made TV everywhere: Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Everywhere. SoundCloud. Anywhere. Blaze and Mikey if you want to personally get to know me. And for now, we are out of here. Have a good week. We will see you next time. Gang gang. Gang gang. Laters.